Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. I'm so pleased to have Robin Scribner with me this week, co founder and director of Outreach for Tech Moms. Angela Kroll is here, the director of major gifts and corporate sponsorships with Ballet West. And Nancy Lord joins me, former Utah Republican National Committee woman, now the producer and artistic director of a community interfaith choir in the Bluffdale area. May I uh, open up a different topic and ask you about? I thought it was so interesting this article I read in the Deseret News that asked, are you better off financially now than you were a year ago? Nancy, wasn't that the famous line from, was it Reagan that said, are you better off now than you were four years ago? Someone used that question to mm -hmm. real advantage back, way back when. Um, but I, I thought that was an interesting question. What did you make of that, Nancy? Yeah, well, I think the answer for most people would be no, absolutely no. Um, you know, we, we just look at our own budget and the the huge increases in some of these basic costs that you have to spend on, like utilities, property taxes. Our property taxes have gone sky high. Gas, food, insurance, auto repairs, all those kinds of things have just really gone up a lot. Um, you know, one thing that's helped us to be able to absorb it better than perhaps some people is being debt free. That can make a huge difference. Um, but if, if you're not at that point in your life yet and you're not prepared for that, these cost increases, this inflation can be devastating to people. So, yes. I In, in fact, I, I think you're so right about particularly like it, it's easier at my age and at our age, Nancy, to, to be in a more debt-free position. But I think about young people right. who can't afford rent, let alone a mortgage. Robin, I'll come to you next. Are you better off now than you were a year ago financially? That's terribly personal. You don't have to answer it personally if you don't want to. You know, I am going to answer it personally because I laughed when I saw the article. I had just barely done, in our family, we do an annual net worth assessment. My dad taught me this. And so every year, it, it is a really smart. We get together every year and we say, and I say we, as if my husband actually helps me with this. He doesn't. I do this all by myself. But but we look at our assets and we look at our debts and we say, how are, how are we moving along, right? So what happened in my family, and this is a different situation than many people are facing, but I just want to brag on my husband for a minute, that a year ago, he made the decision to leave his position as a senior executive at a tech company and become a middle school math teacher. And oh. his salary went down to about a little less than a third of what he was making before. Oh, so our personal right. finances are a little less than they were a year ago, but we are richer in the uh, doing good for mankind sort of situation. Although it's going to take him a little while to feel really great about those middle school kids, but he's getting there. He does feel a sense of purpose. But um, along with what Nancy just said, I, I work with women in helping them find better jobs and build better careers. And I say all the time, no one, tech moms is no one's plan A. So many women come to us because they're in desperate financial situations. So that, that little joke that I was making about my own family, I do have tremendous compassion for 
the average working person in Utah right now and, and across the country and probably across the world. And that's why I'm so proud of the work that I'm doing at Tech Moms to help women be empowered to have better careers that will help them not just this year and this month as they're paying these day-to-day bills, but help them have long-term careers where they can earn much more over a lifetime. We know we have the biggest gender wage gap in the nation here in Utah, so so we're proud of that work. But I am deeply concerned about the day-to-day finances of everyday Utahns and uh, hope that we can find great solutions to, to kind of get the inflation under control and other things. I know I, I'm not an economist either. I don't know how it all works, but um, but it is concerning for sure. Robin, I just have to say thank you for the sacrifice your family is making and for what your husband is doing. You know, I substitute teach all the time. And and when I'm in middle schools, I just think middle school teachers are the closest thing to angels on. I mean, they're just, they have some kind of patience and personal strength that I don't possess myself. Because when I go to a middle school, I, I have to really take a deep breath and just think, all right, Amanda, this, none of this is personal. You're going here just to keep the seat warm and keep kids from hurting each other and maybe teach yeah. a little something for the next few hours. And I think that middle school teachers particularly are just, they're just angels. Yeah. I'd invite every listener out there to to call. If you've got a kid in middle school, send all their teachers an email thank you note because they deserve all the kudos they can get. It is a very, very difficult job. I do. Thank you for that. All right. Over to you, Angela. Are you better off now than you were a year ago? Well, let me just first say, Robin, as a mother of two teenagers, one that's a 13-year-old boy in middle school, oh, bless your husband. (laughs) And thank you. You know, our family, we're struggling like other people. You know, it's interesting because I heard the other day that Utah has the best economy in the country. And I think that's where we can recognize that GDP is really simply not a great indicator of how people are actually experiencing things on the ground because in Utah, people are still struggling. And I think in the next couple of months, we're gonna see them struggle even more because student loans are gonna come back. People are gonna have to make payments on those again after this long furlough that they've had. And with more women joining the workforce and coming back to the workforce after you know after the pandemic, there's just a lack of access to affordable childcare, which is really such a struggle. I was just at the um, Women of the Year Award earlier this week at the luncheon, and that was one of the things that most of the women echoed was the way that they were able to succeed was because they had access to wonderful childcare. And that is what is going to be, I think, really one of the key elements to allowing us to continue to grow and lift up those who are struggling right now and allow those families that relief by having that second income. I don't know how the child care model can work under this present circumstances, Angela. I just it just seems like the people who work in child care are not being paid commensurate with what we would want to pay somebody responsible for the people who we love the most on earth. And yet we can't afford to pay them anymore. So this feels like a broken, broken market somehow. Right. Well, and if you look at them, the people who are primarily in the childcare industry, they are women. And so they are eating a low wage, but it's still also, it's sometimes too expensive for the people who are actually paying for it. So it's really, it's such a, a difficult issue that I just don't know what the exact way forward is there, but there has to be a relief in order for us to be able to kind of pull forward. Yeah. I think we need I, to think outside the box, though. There's yeah. A- 
bring our creativity to this to this for sure. Let me take another quick break and I'll be back with Nancy Lord, Angela Kroll, and Robin Scribner here on KSL News Radio.